your NFL edition of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. Uh, we recap week four. We're moving on into week five here. We'll make we'll review our picks. We'll take our trip around the National Football League. Uh, we'll make some new picks this week. And we'll, as always, give some daily fantasy advice uh, on who we think you should buy and maybe some who we think you should stay away from this week. Uh, Michael, Cody's here as well. Boys, anything you want to open up here with the NFL? No, there's no firings uh, this early in the in the season, so I, I'm, you know, I don't think there's any any housekeeping. Oh, housekeeping, maybe that the Miami Dolphins doctor's been fired. Yep, that, we're gonna we, get into that. There's a little housekeeping there, so yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, so Thursday night, uh, we had the the Bengals and the Dolphins taking on Tua Tugavailoa. Uh, somehow played. A lot of people disagreed with it. Uh, I was definitely one of those. Uh, was cleared the Sunday before from concussion protocol, but now it's recently came out uh, that the uh, doctor, not affiliated with any team or anything like that, but worked for the NFLPA, failed in a lot of ways, and he was then fired. Uh, Tua had a very scary concussion uh, on Thursday where there's definitely some mobility issues with his hands uh, that went on, then he went straight to the hospital and then somehow flew back home with the team. Uh, so definitely some stuff going on in Miami there. Uh, Michael, Cody, do we have anything we want to say about this matter? Um, you know, I think the big thing for me, and I, I know Michael's mentioned it too, <clears throat> I've had several concussions in my lifetime. I'm not saying I'm anything close to resembling a professional athlete, but uh, for me in most of those concussions, I didn't immediately have symptoms. So to me, the fact that on Sunday when Tua got up, wobbled, whether it's back spasms, back locked up, I've seen, I've seen that happen as well for someone. Um, so I, when I first read that report, you know, I could see where that came from. Um, you know, the fact that he took multiple concussion tests, kept clearing the protocol. I don't get how at some point you don't just protect the player from themselves and, uh, say, you know what, short week, you're not playing, um, too much going on. And then for him to have that head injury with the posturing of the hands and all that, it's just a messy situation. Obviously, you mentioned the uh, independent neuro consultant was uh, terminated, no longer will be working NFL games. Have a hard time believing that that individual will be working, period, in that field. Going <laughs> in the forward. medical field. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll be interesting and uh, unfortunate to see. Uh, Tua's having, was having a great, great year. Pretty decent game, but uh, all the best to Tua and hope he uh, comes back happy and healthy. Yeah, I you know I just want to say like I, it, as an athlete like Tua or something like that, the, these guys that are playing in the NFL, they're they're they know the risk, they know the risk that they're taking, right? So I hear people saying that. Tua should retire. Well, doesn't Tua get to decide that? Like, Tua, Tua, yes, if you continue to have cushions, we know about CTE, we know about, um, you know, we know about the, the, um, the repercussions of CTE and how it can be, you know, just basically destroy your life. And, and, and I understand that. But at some point, Everybody's opinion doesn't matter. What matters most is what Tua wants. Now, 
if Tua has a concussion and he's still going out there and playing, that's where you have to protect the player. But if Tua was cleared and Tua was able to play, Tua should be able to play. Now, yes, it came out that there were bad things that happened and the 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 doctor um, didn't, you know, basically was was fired for his his wrongdoings, um, and that and he should be. But what I'm saying is, is I, I'm I don't like hearing people say what Tua should have done. Tua is his own person. Tua makes those decisions. I'm not saying that it's great if a player wants to keep playing and dies on the field. Like that, that's not. But that's that is their that is their opinion. It's their life. They get to decide what they want to do. Yeah, I think a lot of people just had a problem with it was the fact that it was such a quick turnaround. You know, it wasn't a Sunday to Sunday game or a Sunday to Monday game. It was Sunday to Thursday. Uh, there, you know, I, I'm still a very hard believer that he was concussed that Sunday. I'm wasn't not, concussed? Yeah. Yeah, that he yeah. was concussed. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that he had a concussion that yeah, Sunday. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, the doctors have already been fired for, for not correctly diagnosing things. And he just, you could say it was a back, whatever. I don't believe it. Um, I just think with it being a short week, it, it was really risky. The Dolphins doctors clear him and say, you know, you're, you're good to go. And then it's also hard for me to believe that, you know, he had a concussion as severe as this one was if he didn't have a concussion a couple days before. It's speculation, but I think a lot of stuff is going to come out. There's definitely smoke, and a lot of times when yeah. there's smoke, there's fire. So I, we'll see. I 100% get that. My only thing is, is if Tua doesn't get hurt on the Thursday night game, right? This is all speculation. Let's just do hypotheticals. You're, the 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 doctor, the Miami doctor's still getting fired, right? Like the Miami doctor's still getting fired. But if Tua doesn't get hurt, Tua's still playing. Like Tua's fine. Tua's still playing. Like I think it was a bad. Like I'm not. I'm not going to say it was a coincidence, but I think it was just kind of a bad chain of events that made this look worse than than what it truly was. That's my opinion. Yeah, I mean I mean either way, it's it's not a good look for the NFL that it did happen and then the second concussion the, the, the first 100, concussion. 100%, 100%, um, 100%, we'll move okay. on to the game here. Uh, the Bengals defeated the Dolphins 27-15. Uh, the Dolphins Teddy Bridgewater coming after Tua was hurt. Uh, you know, the Bengals are starting to look a little bit better, starting to look like they're figuring out that offensive line. Joe Mixon had a nice game, T. Higgins had another nice game. Uh, I mean, do we have anything to say in the Bengals and the Dolphins here? Uh, I think the Bengals are starting to look like the team that played in the Super Bowl last year. You know, they got off to the 0-2 start. Joe Burrow had his own Aaron Rodgers relaxed moment. Um, mm-hmm. After the 0-2 start, people, you know, in the sports world were asking what's wrong with the Bengals. He even, you know, one of the questions he asked was, "What ha- what's the difference between this team and the team that was in the Super Bowl last year? And he said, we have new pieces and we're figuring it out. He's like, yeah. I think we need to relax a little bit. We yep. play 17 games, you know. For a reason. For a reason, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, my concern as a fantasy football player is what is going on with Jamar Chase. Uh, you know, he was drafted as a first-round, second-round wide receiver, and he's put up okay weeks, but uh, T. Higgins has far and away been the higher-targeted player. 
Um, he's had the more explosive plays. Even Tyler Boyd in that, that game. Is just rolling coverages? Or? You know, I think it's a little bit of that, but I think, too, some of the throws Jamar Chase's way just don't seem catchable like they were last year. Obviously, they'll get it figured out, but uh, gotcha. as someone who drafted Chase early in a few leagues, <laughs> not, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, I do want to say here, I do have written down, we can check the pod, a team that I, in, in our buy-sell that we did after week two, when they were 0-2, I said buy on Cincinnati. Um, I, I, I do have that written down here. Um, I, I, I just feel like Joe Burrow wants it so much that he's going to figure it out. Um, they have talent. They have... Um, you know, Mixon and, like you said, Chase and T. Higgins. Um, they have talent even on the defense. Like, they're they're going to be fine. They're going to figure some things out. Um, yeah, I'm not saying that they're going to, you know, go back to the Super Bowl, but I didn't think they were an 0-2 team that was just going to be considered. And now you look at the standings in the, in the NFL. Um, you look at the AFC North. Um, you have... You have Browns two and two, Ravens two and two, Bengals two and two, and Steelers one and three. So you know we we had a feeling that the we had a feeling that the the Bengals were gonna figure some things out. And I'm not saying they're gonna go 15 and two now or anything like that, but I think they're they're starting to get back on the course. I mean, they should have won that game against against the Ravens week one when uh, their kicker missed the. Uh, a short field goal remind you of the Packer Bengals game from last year, so they should be three and one. Yeah, and the Bengals could be four and zero as well. I mean, they lost to Dallas on a on a last second field goal in week two. So yeah. I mean, they very right. well could be four and zero, but they're sitting at two and two. Uh, you know, their offense lines played better the last couple games. That's kind of the key for their success. It is. Uh, moving on here, I believe it was our first pick of the week. We had Vikings Saints in London. The Vikings defeated the Saints twenty eight twenty five, courtesy of a double doink uh, from Will Lux from sixty one oh. yards. Uh, this was all oh, you Bears game. fans. Uh, Justin, Double Jefferson, doink. Justin Jefferson got uh, reacclimated into the, the Vikings offense. Uh, James Winston set up this game. Elvin Kamara set up this game. Uh, Michael Thomas set up this game. So the Saints were in there pretty banged up. But I, I tell you, Andy Dalton looked pretty well uh, for being a backup and having little preparation. I mean, he probably had an idea that he was going to get the start, but wasn't released until, I believe, uh, you know, probably Friday or Saturday that he was going to be starting. But do we have a quarterback controversy controversy in New Orleans is Dalton yeah. the guy going forward I mean I think I think with Dalton you're not going to get the amazing throws but you're not going to get the bonehead throws so it really depends what they're looking for I think it's going to be a lot more even keel it's not going to be as many high and lows uh, as Winston so um, I I do have Dalton as a good play Next week as a cheap play next week against Seattle's defense. Um, I think that game could be a shootout. So, Yeah, I think really it just depends on Jameis Winston's the one you paid to be your starter. He, I think once his back's not going to be healthy, I mean, it's how can he continue to manage those fractures? Um, you know, I think it comes down to the Saints already don't have a first-round pick next year. It's going to the Eagles, so they're not playing for a first-round pick. So I think you might see a little bit more Andy Dalton if it gets to a point where they're like, all right, Jameis, you're clearly not healthy enough to play. You're not helping this team 
in fact, you are hurting us, I think then you'll see Andy Dalton. But, I mean, I think Jameis Winston will be the starter whenever he gets more comfortable throwing with the back issue. Yeah, and uh, so we, we picked this game. Michael, what was the spread at? What was, what was the verdict? Two and a half. Uh, Vikings were favored by two and a half. Everybody picked the Vikings. Everybody covered. Um, one quick thing about the Vikings. Struggled to put the ball in the end zone. Um, was it five field goals? Yeah, yeah Joseph, Joseph Jefferson's and, touchdown and was a, a rushing touchdown. And a missed extra, extra point. point. Yes. Like, it was kind of a, a weird game. I mean... I did like having Joseph on my fantasy team this week and got 18 points from him, so that helped out. He outscored Cousins. Um, but, yeah, they struggled putting it in the end zone. You know, was this just a, quote, primetime Kirk Cousins game? You know, it's 8.30 here. It's but, the only you know, game that was going on. It's the only game that's going on, so that, is that the Kirk I mean, Cousins we saw? I is mean, that what primetime means? I mean, yeah, I could see it. I think Vikings fans are, are probably worried a little bit just because Cousins has been so up and down for them. I mean, week one against Green Bay, they I can't even say he looked good. The Packers decided to just not cover Jefferson. Justin Jefferson to the two. Well, that's what I mean. He was, 200 yards. And, he was giving them five on you know five on five throws. Not right. even not even it was seven on five. Like yeah. it was just. These throws were so wide open. It was recess out there. Yeah, so I think I think they'll figure it out. You know, I think they're starting to come down a little bit. I mean, they were uh, ball bouncing a little bit better off and upright from that game going to overtime after Will Lutz kicked a 60-yarder to tie it and then yeah, a 61-yarder to almost win it. I mean, 60-yarder was see that? Did you, did you see that first 60-yarder? I did. Okay. It, that was good from 64. You thought so? Yeah. Because I heard him say that, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. The first, the I first, don't camera, know the first about... camera angle they showed, it looked like it cleared by a pretty good margin. Then the second angle I saw, it it was probably still good from... It was good from 61. I can it was, tell you that it was good from 61. I will give you that. Yeah. But I don't know if it was good from 64. I was like, that I, guy might be getting a little When I first saw it, I, I like, that was good from 62. <laughs> when, when I first saw it, I saw sixty. I said sixty-two in my head, and then they said okay. sixty-four. I was like, "All right, okay, whatever." Yeah, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was good from sixty-four. It definitely would have been good from sixty-one, and he missed the next one. If that thing doesn't hook, that thing might have went in more. That had my, more yeah. leg on the last one. It just had too much hook on it. Yeah, yeah. A couple things are happening this game. Will Lux would have been the first kicker to ever have two sixty-yard field goals in the yeah. game. Uh, if it wasn't for the double throwing. Yeah, Honestly, sense. the the ball wanted to go back in it after did. off the first one, oh. and then just hit the crossbar and kicked out. Oh. And then second thing, I, I still think, thought live after the after the 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 post and the crossbar, I thought it was still in yeah. live. I mean, Saints Saints players did. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they were celebrating on the. On the sideline, but to, to talk about Cody's point about Kirk Cousins and Vikings fans might be worried. I don't think they are. Carter was on last week, talked about yeah, he loved, yeah, Kirk. he was, yeah, and then uh, the, no... the Pensies, uh, Ryan Pensteller might be the biggest Kirk Cousins fans of all time. I, I don't, don't get know why. it. The dude's a decent quarterback, but he's not like a superstar. I don't get but, uh, it. Yeah, moving on here, our next game we got the Atlanta Falcons 23, Cleveland Browns 20. Uh, both teams are two and two. Marcus Mariota struggled in the air this game, seven and 19 for 139 an interception. Drake London didn't have a catch. Kyle Pitts just won. 
Uh, but you still won the, the game. Falcons, Falcons found a way. Uh, what do we got to say? Did about Cordell Patterson get hurt in this game as well? Uh, he played, had a touchdown, but he is now on the IR uh, with a knee surgery. He had knee surgery on Monday, and he's now yeah, on the IR. That, that's tough. That who's their backup? Uh, Tyler Allinger. Ta- Tyler Algier might, from Algier. Uh, BYU. Yep. Rookie, rookie from might BYU. Might be a guy you might want to pick up in fantasy. Yep. Got to look at. Um, but this game to me was more of just like we talked so much about the Browns without Watson. Just I mean the Browns could be four and all. They had a very easy schedule to start, and now they're getting into tougher the games. Yeah. Tougher games going on. So the Browns definitely this one hurts for them. Uh, you know, Brissett isn't playing bad, but had a bad interception to end the game. Um, mm. The Browns are what they are right now. You know they wanted to go four and zero here probably to have a chance. They want to go five hundred to even get Watson back, but Watson hasn't played in two years. Falcons, I have no clue what their plan is. Eventually, they're going to go to Desmond Ritter. I really think so, uh, but we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I think uh, Marcus Mariota is trying to speed up the uh, calls for Desmond Ritter. Uh, it got so bad in this game that they ran the ball fifteen straight times. Um, it's like the Chicago Bears. It, it is. I mean, it's, it's sad when you, you, as the head coach and offensive coordinator, you say, he's so bad, we cannot throw the ball. We have to oh, run 15 tough. straight times. But the I mean, sad thing is, Marcus it is, is, it is. Um, the sad thing is you end up winning this game, I think also because the Cleveland Browns decided to not run the ball 15 straight times when you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. In your yeah. backfield. Chubb was, was 19 for 118 and a touchdown. Yeah, so, and he, he, had a he, good game. he had a great game, and late late in that game, they kind of went away from him, and I just I don't get it. Well, I'm just going to point out here, the two games that uh, the Browns have won, Amari Cooper has been a big factor in. Yep. Uh, the yeah. two games they've lost, he's had one catch in both yeah. So I think Maybe you should throw it to... Getting him going is a big point for them. Uh, Najoku had a good game, five catch, 73 yards. Donovan People Jones had a nice game, five for 71. Not a bad but quarterback. No. I think getting Amari Cooper there, you traded for him, you're paying him a good amount of money. Getting him involved is really yeah. important for them. And yeah. I think in that game in particular, I can't think of the, his name right off the top of my head, but the Falcons' number one corner is very solid. Um, he has shut down number one wide receivers all year so far, so I think that is probably what hurt uh, Amari Cooper in that game is he's a very solid cover corner. Yeah, uh, so moving on here, we had another game that was a pick game for us. It was the Bills and the Ravens. The Bills defeated the Ravens 23-20 to move to 3-1. The Bills actually trailed in this game 20-3 at one point. Uh, Josh Allen looked okay. Didn't look like an MVP candidate in this one. Lamar did what Lamar does. He likes to run around a lot. Uh, had 11 carries for 73 yards. Had two interceptions. I believe one was tipped. Um, so... Not the greatest passing game for Lamar with the two interceptions, but the, the one player I would be happy about if I'm a Baltimore fan, J.K. Dobbins found the end zone twice. Nice to have him back. Uh, he's got 13 carries, was their leading running back rusher, so getting a little bit more that's involved. What they, that's what I they need that's, in Baltimore I think that's is what to they not have he's a good Lamar Jackson back. be your leading rusher. Yes. That's, that's not good for your team. J.K. Dobbins finally looks... Like healthy. what he looks healthy. I mean, coming off the ACL, which you know he tore it last year in camp. Everyone was like, "Why is it taking so long?" Then it comes out that it was more than just an ACL for for sure. Um, Dobbins, he looked good. Had some bursts. I mean, you know that's that's going to be huge for them. Get a guy back that can limit some of those Lamar Jackson carries. Um, and then as far as Ravens wide receivers, I mean, Rashad Bateman didn't have a very good game. I believe he t- 
tweaked his three, ankle. Three for 17. Mark Andrews only had two for 15. Uh, Devin Duvernay, I think. Leading, he, leading he was their leading receiver, but four uh, for 51. He's he's a guy, and and we'll talk later. But uh, he's a guy who might be a, a great smash play. Um, there, from what I've heard so far in the week, uh, leaning towards not playing Rashad Bateman. So you could have Duvernay upgraded to a wide receiver one with uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Buffalo's defense uh, really came to play. There's, it worries me in in Baltimore. They they, it seems like they do this. They either jump out to this crazy big lead and then they give it away, or they're down big and they just they're they're there's just lack consistency. Um, you know, you would think you're playing Buffalo. You know, this is a team that. Um, you know, should be talked about as one of the top teams in the league. You got to put this team away when you're up twenty to three. You gotta, you gotta be able to, um, you know, step on their throat and go after them. And they just kind of let them hang around and, and you know, the classic NFL momentum when it changes and they ended up losing that game. Uh, we we picked this at three and a half. Buffalo favored by three and a half. Um, so Trace, Penzi, Cody, and Lane all got this one wrong. Lane, the fourth bro, by the way. The fourth bro, uh, he's thank in. You for know. getting in your first ever picks. Yeah, uh, and Lane felt... is a loyal listener. He's he's told me he's listened to every right. single episode. So shout out to Lane. Shout out to Lane, and then uh, taking Baltimore was uh, myself, Carter, and Rob. Uh, the other question I just want to ask you guys in this game, so. It was fourth and goal from the two. There's four minutes left. Game is tied 20-20. Baltimore goes for it, throws an interception in the end zone when Lamar probably should have just thrown it away. There was nothing there. Tried to force something, make something happen. Do you guys go for it, or do you kick for the points? Uh, in this situation, you have Justin Tucker. You know, okay. I mean, it's a 19-yard it's a field It's a 19-yard field goal, so you know it's chip shot. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker's <laughs> making that kick. Worst case scenario, because I believe there's Four minutes There's left. about four or five minutes. Four or five yeah. minutes left. Worst case scenario, the Bills go down, they kick a field goal, they tie it. Now you have a chance. You have the kicker who has the longest made field goal. Yes, it was in Detroit, but longest made field goal in NFL history. You've got the leg. You, you need to get the ball just past the 50, and he's got a legitimate shot yeah. to give you the game. If you're down or if you're tied. Now, if you're down a touchdown, it's a completely different. Or you're down four, it's a completely different story. In that situation, I'm taking the points. Harbaugh's an aggressive coach. Yep, he, I, does, he does do this a he lot. He does do he it a lot. It. I don't hate it. I I like the play. Just think, if you don't get it, you keep him at the two yard line. The problem is, is you can't throw a pick, pick in the end zone. Yep, you can't throw throw the damn ball away. Yeah. The the yes, you have a chance to score if you throw it in the end zone. But you're also just giving, what, 23 yards away, just like that. I think that is the biggest mistake, is you can't give up the 23 yards. You put them at the two-yard line. You play the defense, because if you're at the two-yard line and they don't get a first down, you're getting the ball back around midfield or you're 40 at worst if you don't give up a first down. I think that's what he thought. He just didn't think he was going to throw a pick. So I don't hate the call. It just backfired because your quarterback threw an interception on yeah. it. Uh, and just something to think about here that I've heard too is that John Harbaugh said he went for it because he wanted to trust the defense, and if they don't get it, the ball's on the two-yard line. 
Yeah. But is he really trusting his defense if you take the points and they get it at the 25? It's, you know. But what I'm saying is no, you're. I agree with you. But is he really saying he trusts his defense when, oh, well, they'll just get it on the two. They got to go 98 yards. Take the points and then they got to go 75 yards. You know, is he trusting his defense? I think what he's saying in that is he trusts his defense at the two-yard line. Right. To defend them and to put them in trouble at the two-yard line, where their playbook is shrunk. Shrunk. You know, that's that's where I'm going with it, and that, I don't know. That's my feeling on it. Yeah, I, I I mean, like we said, Harbaugh's done this a lot. He lets Lamar go for it, and the one that Dobbins got two touchdowns. Why aren't you running the ball? Fourth and goal, he probably wants the ball in Lamar's hands, though. Mm. One of Dobbins' two touchdowns was a was a catch on a little, you know, little. Dump down pitch. Even just run like a run like a power with Lamar. Run a power with Lamar. Three option. Run yeah. run the the Kansas City special where you know Travis Kelsey's right on the end. He motions and then you get the snap and you get the little the flip. forward yep. flip and he falls into the end zone. You're telling me Mark Andrews can't do that? Right. Right. Uh, next game we got here then is the Cowboys over the Commanders, twenty-five to ten. As uh, Jerry Jones would say, I think we got a quarterback controversy in Dallas. Cooper Rush goes out there, plays really well again, doesn't turn it over. Fifteen for twenty-seven, two twenty-three, and two touchdowns. Dallas didn't have much of a rushing game, uh, so it really was Cooper Rush leading the way for the offense. Ceedee Lamb had six for ninety-seven and a touchdown. That was a pick that Michael said we should be all over. He seems to have a good connection with Rush. Uh, and then Michael Gallup returns two for twenty-four and a touchdown. Washington seems to be on a downward spiral of the Carson Wentz roller coaster right now. Uh, he threw two picks. They've yet to get Terry McLaurin going with Wentz. Is it panic time in Washington? Uh, first, real quick with the um, CD Lamb Arata stat. In how many starts is this now for for Cooper Rush in his career? This is four, four, it's four, four and all, four and all. Never lost. In his in his four games with Cooper Rush, is averaging ninety one yards. So right there, that's 9.1. If you put six targets on it, that's 15.1 in a, in a true PPR. Um, I think um, I think Dallas is, is kind of figuring something out here a little bit. They got enough defense. Um, you know, Cooper Rush, I'm not saying Cooper Rush is uh, taking over for Dak Prescott. But Cooper Rush isn't going to be a backup much longer. He he won't be in Dallas much longer. He he's they have shown. I mean, you think about it. Who do you think Pittsburgh would rather want right now, Cooper Rush or Mitch Trubisky? Neither. Re- regardless, regardless of Kenny Pickett, do you think they would have drafted Kenny Pickett had they known they had Cooper Rush? I don't. Interesting. I, I'm just saying he he is not going to be a backup. Atlanta, too much longer. Atlanta might be a team that looks at Cooper Rush, uh, depending on how they feel about Desmond Ritter. But I do want to give a shout out with a former Badger getting a catch in this game, Jake Ferguson, tight end. Tight end, fourth rounder. Yeah. Uh, Washington. It, I don't know. Like Ron Rivera seems to do this. Like he he gets a team, they buy in, and then it just seems like I don't know if he overdoes it or what. But towards the end of his tenure, they just they don't they don't do anything so i i'm off washington um you know they're just carson Wentz. they got to find a quarterback 
they got to find a quarterback. Is Carson Wentz going to be on his fourth team in four years next year? I, I think Carson Wentz is going to be out of the goddamn league. Well, he'll be a backup. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, in this game, I, I riverboat Ron. You know, I think, you know, the story's been what happened to the defense. I mean, I know they've got guys who've been hurt coming up back yeah. from injury. The defense is not the same. But uh, Ron Rivera, why do you hate Antonio Gibson so much? I yeah. Mean, yes, he's a, yes, he's had some fumble issues in his career, but nothing that warrants the consistent I'm going to get, you know, he first two weeks he was great. And then last week he saw his usage cut in half, saw his usage cut again. He had 13 carries in this game. He had three catches. And that's a way to get make some easy things for yeah. Carson Wentz, either some easy throws or you literally all you have to do is just hand the damn ball off. Yeah. So you don't have to throw it anymore because we know you can't. Correct. And as far as Cooper Rush, I think he might just find his way north, and he may end up being the next quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. That, I, that's a very I good mean, call. Matt, I mean, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan hasn't looked good. Uh, right. Cooper Rush, like you guys said, I he he's not the starting quarterback for the Cowboys. No, uh, you can't. It, you can't, especially when you're paying Dak that kind of money. Dak. Nobody's gonna trade. Nobody's gonna trade for Dak with not that with kind of money. History. People are trading for Carson Wentz. No, but I'm saying with that kind of money. With that kind of money and that kind of injury history, you're not gonna right. trade for Dak. Prescott. I did see Dak is still struggling to grip the ball, so Cooper Rush can be the. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I'm right. not saying 100%, this year. 100%. I'm saying But when Dak's year. healthy, you cannot, you cannot have a healthy Dak on that roster. Not starting over Cooper Rush. Jerry, that Jerry. fan base will go bananas. Jerry, Jerry loves that, to stir shit that, up. That so fan base will go bananas. The, the last time they did it, I mean, you had Romo and you had Dak. I think it's a little different because yeah. Romo was older at that point and had multiple back injuries. Yeah. So I think I think Cooper Rush, for now, short term, until Dak's 100% healthy, he's your quarterback. You keep him this year as an insurance policy. I mean, yeah. Dak has a very had a very similar injury to what Russell Wilson had last year, and Russell Wilson still looks like crap throwing the football. Maybe Dak doesn't come back, and maybe they have to go to Cooper Rush in the playoffs and just say, "Hey, go win us a ball game." Yeah, I mean, Dak's just making so much money. On, on, on the other side, with Terry McLaurin, just confuses me. I mean, they paid him all that money: six targets, two catches, fifteen yards. They he's it's just Carson not, he's not connecting with Carson it's Wentz. It's Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz is. I mean, he's spreading it out. Is what it is. I mean, yeah. Curtis Samuel seven targets, Jahan Dotson four targets, three for forty-three and a touchdown. Yeah, but I think that's a lot of slot. I think that's over the Mc, middle. Mc, McLaurin has played with some bad quarterbacks, and he's still found ways to, to get the ball. So something's not clicking there. And it's I mean, Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz, but it's also when J.D. McKissick is in the game. J.D. McKissick is the automatic target because out of the backfield. Out of the backfield, so that eats out of Gibson's work. McLaurin gets one, two deep shots a game, and half the time, once puts it out of bounds. That's what I mean. So, yeah. McLaurin was one of the targets I think Packer fans deep down hoped somehow he'd end up in Green Bay. Clearly, it didn't work. They gave him a contract. Now that's that. It was a pipe dream, but he might be asking out eventually. You know, if it, if this continues, he might be asking off. I want to go somewhere else because he would give me the ball. Yeah, but he's got a bag right now. He got that. He bag. doesn't care. He want, I'd rather play. Uh, next game, moving on here, the highest scoring game of the year so far: Seahawks forty-eight over the Lions forty-five. The Lions are leading the league in points scored, but they're also leading the league in points allowed. Scoring yeah, thirty-five a game, giving up thirty-five a game. 
Uh, the Lions might be the best one and three team in a long time because man, can they score? But their defense struggles. Geno Smith played really well this game, 23 of 30, 320 for two touchdowns. Uh, Rashad Penny had some long runs, 17 carries, 150 yards. DK went off this game. Will Disley had a nice touchdown catch. Lockett looked good. On the other side, Jared Goff, 378 for four touchdowns. Hawkinson. Goff is fitting well in that system. Jamal Williams, we said last week, pick Jamal Williams and DK because it's going to be a good fit with Swift out. Two touchdowns, 108 yards on the ground. And TJ Hawkinson, 8 for 179, without, two touchdowns. Without Amon Ra. Um, if Amon Ra's out again this week, I like Josh Reynolds. 7 for 81, one touchdown. they got to throw it to somebody, and they want to throw and it Hawkinson. a lot. Yep. Um, well, his... He's going to go up, but well, I get it. usually afford. Um, but, I mean, Lions-Seahawks, what do you guys have to say? This Lions team still scares me because they can score, but, man, they struggle defensively. That is the saving grace of this of playing this team twice in a year uh, as a Packer fan is the Lions are horrible defensively. But, They've, man, they can score the ball. They can score the ball, but in a, in a shootout, I'll take Aaron Rodgers and those weapons versus the Lions and what they've got. Uh, as a fantasy owner of multiple assets in this game uh goff and hawkinson thank you for my first win in a, in a league thank you very much <laughs> hey real quick i do want to point out i did beat cody this week in one of our leagues yes yes you did uh in that league shout uh, out leonard fournette late touchdown <laughs> shout out to a tungavaloa's concussion that got me two points out of my quarterback position you know what you shouldn't have started him you knew he had a concussion on sunday and then you're gonna start him four days later that's Put the on players you. first, Cody. Yeah, I that's on you. What kind of fantasy owner Put are you? The players I'm first. the kind of fantasy owner that trusted you Tua. You greedy bastard. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I liked I liked Tua in that matchup against the Bengals D versus. Who's uh, your backup? Uh, my other quarterback in that league is Kyler Murray. The uh, yeah, don't want to talk about the just Cardinals. Go, just go pick up a quarterback. Anyways, going back on here, Seahawks lines. Seahawks lines. Yeah, um, you know, it, it was one of those games I. Found myself watching the end of that game before turning on the Packer game. Um, I can't do it. I I, I had to. I, I mean, it, it. It, it was very entertaining. Uh, good good game. I mean, if you like if you like offense, yeah. which the NFL does. I mean, they. Yeah. So it was a great game. Um, Trace mentioned it with no uh, Amon Ra most likely again this week. No DeAndre Swift. DJ Chark didn't play this week, so. Josh Reynolds, Hawkinson, Jamal Williams. Hawkinson, forty nine hundred. Yeah, forty nine hundred. Pick him up. I mean, you you look at that. I but he had done nothing pretty much the whole year. Before. Pretty much. I mean, he had a he had, he had a, a touchdown. He had a touchdown the week before. Kind of saved him. Um, but he he's looking better. Um, Jared Goff loves to throw him the ball now, and it's great. Um, Jared Goff is kind of a cheap guy to play too. Jared Goff is Jared Goff is going to get you 300 yards and three touchdowns. He might throw a couple picks. And I think it's because they're chasing points because yeah. they're down a lot. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Or trying to keep the Dan up with Campbell it. era has either been we get up and then we blow it, or we get down and then we make it interesting at the end. There yeah. wasn't a close game. It's just they never seem to go their way. I I think it's just because their defense is so bad. I, and I think they're going to have another. Tricky match. Well, I'm not going to call it a tricky matchup. They'll have an interesting matchup this week. They do play New England. Um, is this Bailey Zappi's first career start in that game? I would imagine. I, I'd imagine. I mean, it depends what if Max back. You know, Max a very tough individual, but some of the the reports that I heard about his ankle injury and not good. It's not good. Um, 
And Zappy yeah. didn't look bad last week. He did not. No. Uh, but no, we'll talk about that. Mac Jones, you know, he wanted to be presented as the toughest man alive after looking like he was dying, like being carried, carried off the up. field. Uh, but Mac, you know, I think I heard the multiple times last week, most people would have had surgery on this. What, what makes Mac Jones so great that he did it? Who knows? But I think, <laughs> I think since he's a quarterback, he'll be back in a couple weeks. But uh, – It'll be interesting to see what what that game looks like. Take the over in any Lions oh, game. Oh, any Lions game, you're you're smashing that over. I, yeah, but that, I mean that's a difficult defense they're going against in New England. It is, but I think I think highest one offense in the NFL. You know, you know, be lower. you know, you're most likely without DeAndre Swift again, which is. And you're smashing the over with a third string quarterback. Yeah, for the Lions. Yeah. Lines give up 35. <laughs> they're, they're still going to give up, thir- you know, 35, we 40 points. Well, I don't just, know what the over. Yeah, let's just look what's, at the over under. What's the over under? 45 and a half. Yeah, oh, I, I'd, I'd smash over on that. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. No way the Lions score 30 this yep. week. We'll put we'll put that. I'm writing that down. No way the Lions score 30 this I'm week. I'm taking it. I will also take that. Hey, if anybody else wants to get on this action, will the Lions score 30 points this week against the against the Patriots? Uh, this will be a pick we talk about later. But I mean, anything else from the Seahawks side you want to talk about here? I mean, Gino looked. Gino, Gino looks, looks pretty. Gino well. looks better than Russ. Yeah, um, I think the the tough one as a Rashad Penny owner is what do you actually do with Rashad Penny? He's been so up and down. I think playing against that bad Lions. Defense is what the re- is yeah. what really helped him there. So the Seahawks play this week. Great question. You said they had uh, a good matchup with somebody, Michael. Um, the other team had a good matchup for a receiver. Yeah, Saints. Saints. So okay. I mean, Saints I defense. The, the Saints defensive front hasn't sacked a lot of people, so their pass rush isn't there. So you kind of question about what their their front line looks like. Their front line is much better against the run. It is. Um, Cam I, Jordan. And, Cam Jordan and those yeah. guys are much better against the run. Um, might so just be a cheap play. It might be. Uh, but Rashad Penny, you know, Kenneth Walker, or Ken Walker, sorry, has been back healthy. He has, He's started to take carries away, but neither one has consistently looked good. That's one of those backfields I just don't know what to do. I think, I feel like in a game like that where you had Penny where he ran like that, that's going to at least buy him another month. So I'd stay away from Kenneth Walker yep, for a while. Correct. For a while. For a while. All right, well, we'll wrap that game up here. Uh, next one we got going on is the Chargers and the Texans. Uh, Justin Herbert looked a little bit more like himself, throwing for 340 yards, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler finally found the end zone fantasy. Couple owners, times, uh, yeah. Cheering, 13-60, two touchdowns. Uh, also had six for 49 in touchdowns to score three touchdowns in this game. Mike yeah. Williams had a really nice game. Gerald Everett has turned into a nice tight end in Los Angeles, somebody that Herbert likes to go to. Uh, we'll see. Keenan Allen should be getting back sooner. Uh, and then on the other side, Davis Mills, two touchdowns, two picks, though. Uh, somebody running that looked well. Damian Pierce finally went and had a nice long run, yeah. had over 100 yards. Um, Brandon Cooks Brandon is Cooks still had solid. A nice game, 757, one touchdown. Rex Burkhead also had 5 for 39 at touchdown. So. Nico Collins, three for eighty-two. This, this Texan team under Lovey Smith is proving that you know they can play with anybody, but I just don't think they're going to win a lot of games. They'll get a win. They're, here pl- there, they're playing hard. They're, they're competing. Yeah, they're, they're playing, playing hard. hard. And Texans fans looking at the roster, yeah, this is all you can ask for. Right. I mean, you look at the Texans start to the season schedule-wise. Lost to the Bears last week. It's the Bears. It wasn't a great game. There was elements. It just wasn't a great game. They tied with the Colts week one. 
Gotta be happy with that. You're you're, you're you're happy with that because that was a game that you were leading for a long time and kind of blew. Um, the Chargers. I mean, it was it the is it the Colts that are now one was it one two and one, one two and one or it, or is it the Colts that lost twenty four nothing to the Jags? Um, it was the Colts that <laughs> tied with the Texans, which I think is the same Colts that uh, lost, lost, lost to the, the Jags. Jags. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those uh, Damian Pierce owners have to be excited to see that he finally out touched. Rex Burkhead. He has two weeks in a row. Now, two weeks so in I, a row. I think yeah. if you have Damien Pierce, you should definitely you should like it. Yeah. And, and again, we'll get to it in a little bit here. But DFS, I loved. He's only like fifty-seven hundred, I think. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good play, and they have and a pretty favorable matchup. Who does the Texans have this week? Uh, the Texans are going against. Texans have the Jaguars. Yes. Which I, so what? I think, I mean, the Jaguars are a little bit better defensively than they've been in the past, but the Texans are going to kind of want to slow the game down. And um, you Miles know, they, Sanders just had a huge, huge game. Granted, it was in the rain, but Miles yeah, Sanders had, had, he had 130-some yards, two, two touchdowns, touchdowns against the Jaguars. Yes, it was in the rain, yet, but they had to run. So you expect it, and they, they couldn't stop him, so... I'd say Damian Pierce should be in line for another solid. I mean, I think the only guys we all agree with on the Texans that, you know, or consider me to be Brandon Cooks and Damian Pierce. I mean, Davis Mills, I wouldn't pick him I wouldn't in the DFS. No. Um, deep leagues. Yeah, deep I was going to say, the only, way Collins, you're, maybe? Yeah, the only way that you're using Mills is in a in a fantasy football league where guys are on buys and you got to play a matchup. Yeah. Like, Correct. that's the only uh, way I'm taking the Chargers get back to 2-2, two two, so uh, they're back in that division race a little bit. The, the, the division that was supposed to be so good, the Chiefs are kind of running away with it here. Uh, Again, so good, but I think a lot of – they're just going to beat up on each other, and that's kind of what's happening. But are they really that good? I mean, the Raiders have – the Raiders got their first win. The Broncos, well, that's, well, that's nobody's high on them. That's, well, uh, I, I agree. I was not on high on the Broncos to start the year. Um. It's, uh, it's been the Chiefs, but we'll, we'll, we can get into that, those two teams after. Right now we got uh, Tennessee and Indianapolis. Tennessee winning 24-17. Tennessee was actually up 14-0 early in this game, and uh, they scored all the points in the first half. Uh, Derrick Henry had another nice game, so fantasy owners got to feel good about that. 22 for 114 and a touchdown. Ryan Tannehill didn't turn it over. It was 17-21 for 137 yards, so nothing deep but efficient. Two touchdowns. Robert Woods finally gets a touchdown. Um, something you don't like seeing from Tennessee, Traylon Burks. Did he play? Uh, he got hurt. He, he has an ankle injury. I was going to say, because he had no targets. Um, I mean, Tennessee just doesn't have a lot of targets. They, they don't throw it a whole lot because of Derrick Henry, but they don't really have anybody to throw it to. Derrick Henry also had three catches for 33 yards. Uh, Indianapolis fans, you should be worried. Uh, Jonathan yeah. Taylor's hurt. Didn't do much in this game. As we talked about, Matt Ryan hasn't really worked out. Had a better game this game, 27 for 37, 356, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, Michael Pittman's a stud. Mo Alley-Cox might be a decent name in DraftKings to pick up if you're looking to go cheap at tight end. Um, but other than those two, I don't really feel confident in anybody throwing the ball other than Michael Pittman and maybe Mo Alley-Cox. Yeah, there's another tight end for them. Uh, that Kyle Gr- Kylan Granson? Yeah, Kylan Granson's starting to get some yeah, some looks. The week before Four for he for sixty two. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe a guy you can think about, you know, as a as a cheap running back because they are gonna have to throw somebody out there without Taylor because it doesn't look like Taylor's gonna play this game. Is uh, Naeem Hines as always? He's a 
pass-catching threat. He's a guy who's probably going to get a couple more carries in this game, but I would expect Indianapolis to throw a lot. Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods, yep. He had two touchdowns the week before. And yeah. no targets this um, game before. Yeah. I, I uh, think he had one. He had one for 33. And if you one look... For thir- one for 33 yards. And if you look at the, the tight ends in Indy, they are just freak athletes. Sorry, he had a... Yeah, no, he had, he had one for 33. Sorry, what were you saying? No, just the, just the size of, of those tight ends. Uh, Mo Cox is affectionately referred to as Gigantor. Well, he's uh, a basketball player. He's, yeah, a, he's, a, basketball he's a basketball player. player. I think he's 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, yes. Um, yeah. And uh, Jelani Woods, same thing. He's 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, and those guys, it's... You get into the red zone and it's... That's throw, the thing. You're, throw the ball up. You're going to get a touchdown yeah. out of them, but you're not getting... No, you're, you're not getting yards. You're, you're not going to get... Yeah, you're, you're getting more sh- you know stuff in the red zone. You're not yeah. getting it to... Which I don't understand because if you think about it, if you're getting it in the red zone, you should be getting it to move chains too. But yeah. that's just not how they're used. I, and I think a lot of that is because short yardage situations, you know, third and shorts, you're turning around, handing it to Jonathan John Taylor, Taylor and say, give me two yards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all agree here too uh, with, the, with the Colts. I wouldn't really play anybody but Pittman. Uh, Titans, I'd play Henry. Not really anybody else. Uh, Robert Woods really hasn't done much there. He's yeah, they got to wait on Burks a little bit. A whole bu- can't get open a whole bunch. Tennessee, there's not a whole lot going on offensively. Robert Woods the last two weeks has looked better. Um, you've seen his numbers go up. So once, I mean, bye weeks start week six. So once you start getting into bye weeks and you're in a you're in a pinch, Robert Woods might not be the worst flex play if if you really need it. Right. Uh, moving on here, we got the New York Giants going to three and one, defeating the Chicago Bears thirty to twelve. Uh, I'm going to uh, tell you a strategy that I've been using that's worked the last couple of weeks. Whoever the hell the Bears are playing, that's whose defense I'm picking. You seem to always Yikes. get eight to twelve points. I got twelve points last week. Uh, Justin Fields did throw it twenty-two times, had the most passing yards of the year at one seventy-four. Uh, <laughs> Khalil Herbert is a guy we talked about. Decent game, nineteen for seventy-seven. Nothing special. Uh, Darnell Mooney did get a little bit off the schneid, 4 for 94, had a long catch, didn't do much after that. Um, Giants, Saquon Barkley is actually the number one running back in fantasy right now, 31 carries for 146 yards, and played a little quarterback this game uh, because Daniel Jones got hurt, and then Tyrod Taylor got a concussion. Uh, So Uh, Saquon's a guy you definitely want to have. I do want to address what you said about Justin Fields in the 22 passes. Still 50%. He only had 11 completions. I, I was just saying attempts. I, I, I get it. I get it. So it's still not... I just, I'm not understanding what they're doing in Chicago with him. Sacked six times. So, um, you know, obviously with Green Bay playing the Giants next week, like or this week coming up in London, it's going to be a tough matchup. Well, and Daniel Jones uh, left the game with an ankle injury, came back in. But, you know, the big thing with Daniel Jones' success is being mobile. So that, that could definitely hurt them this week. So what happened to Taylor? Concussion. And uh, Jones' ankle. 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 And I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor because he just seems to be a guy who every time he gets an opportunity gets hurt. I mean, went to in L.A., gets stabbed, and has to sue a doctor because he punctured a lung or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, it just seems everywhere he goes, whenever he gets a chance, he gets hurt. So, um, you know, Tyrod's not a guy who's bounced around the league. He's a good backup, but just for whatever reason, can't stay healthy. Right. Um, Giants receivers, I I don't even know half these names. Kenny Galladay doesn't even get looks anymore. He's, he's uh, shared his displeasure. 
Shepard's um, hurt. Darius Slayton's the only guy that looks somewhat familiar. Shepard's out for the year. Yeah, this, uh, this Saquon's the only guy that I'm looking at. In Daniel New York. Bellinger is a, is tight, a end. tight end. Uh, Richie James, uh, I believe it's David Sills. Uh, he's a former quarterback, uh, converted to wide receiver. So if you're if the Giants are in a favorable matchup against someone, and when it comes to passing. Uh, those two are super cheap DFS options, but uh, Saquon Barkley is the only guy I'm playing for the Giants. I don't mind Saquon playing because I think we both we would all agree that the Packers, uh, you know, weakness this year has been their run defense. Their pass defense has been better than their run, so Saquon yeah. might not be a bad play. With Daniel Jones beat up, he might get the ball literally 35 more. times. Yeah. Which is scary as a Packer fan. It, it is. It's it very is. scary as a Packer fan, but uh, at this point, from what early indications are, was Daniel Jones was. A, believed to be a high ankle sprain. They're considering him day-to-day, but uh, with him potentially being out and uh, Tyrod Taylor potentially being out with a concussion, they they have a quarterback on their practice squad. I don't even remember who that is. And uh, they had Jake Fromm from... uh, Jake Fromm State Farm. From State Farm. Uh, was in for a tryout today. He was sure. he was with the team last year, so sure. Jake Fromm could potentially be starting. Yeah, he uh, for the uh, Fromm ran the the QB sneak from like did. on third and seven, right? Yes, <laughs> right. Uh, Jake Fromm could potentially be the starter for the Giants in London this week against can, Green Bay. Can Can you imagine um, the Packers playing back to back third string quarterbacks? <laughs> well, not only that. Well, first, can you imagine? Uh, Daniel Jones getting hurt, throwing for 71 yards. Tyrod Taylor getting hurt, throwing for 11 yards. And you lose the game by 18 points. That's scary, Bears. Like, th- there's no threat of a passing game, and you're losing by 18 points. Yeah, I mean, Saquon, just, Saquon ran, the, ran the Wildcat. They're just, they're not. Um, they good, only lost by not. 8 points. But oh, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. 20, I'm sorry, 20, I'm sorry. Uh, I thought you said 30. Right now, too, by the way, this. If Jones can't go, the favorite to be the starter is Davis Webb. He's oh, been on their practice squad. He's been there for a couple okay. years, so that's the guy. Uh, moving on here, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles in a, in a rainy game. Uh, this was a game we picked as well. Uh, Jacksonville actually got up to a 14-0 lead in this one. Uh, Philly came back. They are the only undefeated team left in football. We talked about this. Uh, Jalen Hurts didn't have the greatest game, but again, it was a lot more of a running game. Um, the Jacksonville rushing attack is still kind of a question mark. I'm still leaning towards James Robinson. They each got the same amount of carries. But, yeah. um, I mean, this was a tough game for Trevor Lawrence. We talked about Peterson going back to Philly, but with the conditions of this game, Jalen Hurts was 16-25 for 204. It was a hard game to pass in. Miles Sanders, 27 carries, 134 yards, two touchdowns good to on see. the ground. Um, A.J. Brown still had 5 for 95. Goddard, 5 for 72. So, some guys in the Philly, even with the tough conditions, still found ways to produce in fantasy and to produce on the field. This Philly offense, I think, is really good. Yeah, I think I think you hear a lot of people saying Philly could be the early favorite from the NFC to be the representative in the Super Bowl. They have the offense. Um, you know, they showed it. They can win in an ugly, gritty game. Uh, Sanders with the 134 yards and two touchdowns, like I said earlier, that by far the best game of his career. Um, Jalen Hurts didn't look good throwing the ball, but still managed to rack up 224 in the air. Not um, many guys did, though, during no, Hurricane Ian. No. And, and we still had a rushing touchdown. And, and, and he still technically threw for a touchdown because he threw a pick six. 
So, I mean, <laughs> technically still threw it for a touchdown, but uh, just for the wrong team. Um, I, and I think he doesn't we, get fantasy points for that. You know, no, he actually he loses, loses fantasy, fantasy points, points for that. Cody and I have been higher on Jalen Hurts than Michael has, and Michael did admit Jalen Hurts has made a step. But He's throwing it, it a lot it, better. It's really going to turn out to in the playoffs if Jalen Hurts you know, plays well. Because last year in the playoffs, he, he clearly was outmatched, didn't seem as prepared. But taking that step, it's really going to turn out if he can take that next step as well in the playoffs. And I think the big thing um, we, Trace and I, have mentioned uh, is the weapons. Uh, last year, Jalen Hurts was throwing to a rookie, Devontae Smith. Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham, Jalen Rager, Quez Watkins. Not anybody that's... Not anyone that really scares you. Dallas Goddard. Da- Dallas Goddard in the second half, but before that, he split with Ertz. Because they were running the two tight ends. They were both used as blockers. It was ridiculous. Now you have Jalen Hurts has finally got a real... And I, 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 don't, I shouldn't even say a real number one, because Devonta Smith last year as a rookie put up a very good season for a rookie. For a rookie, yeah. Um, and he's been so overshadowed by A.J. Brown that A.J. Brown is the guy, but when you have Devonta Smith, he's just as capable. Right. I mean, the week prior against the, the Commanders, he, had, he went off and had a monster. A, A.J. Right? Brown's all about just staying healthy. Yep. He stays healthy. He's the clear number one there, but... Devontae Smith is a very, very good rock. But that's what you want when you're a wide receiver. You got a one-two punch. One-two punch. Who, wherever, wherever the better matchup is, yeah. is that's the guy that you attack. And Goddard's looked very. Goddard has finally looked like the guy everyone expected him to be. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm still high on the Jaguars. Um, I can go over the the pick of this game. I don't remember what the line was, but yeah, I'm still lo- high on the Jaguars. I still think that they could win that AFC. Uh, what is it? They South. 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 Yeah. And that's a, not a good division. So I still think they could win it. This was a tough game for Trevor Lawrence, but good learning experience for him. Yeah, I mean, like you said, weather game, Philly, tough, tough place to play, uh, tough defense to go against. Um, you could argue he matched Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and had two passing touchdowns. Yeah, uh, we had this game at six and a half. Uh, Philly was favored by six and a half. Everybody took Philly. Everybody won the pick. And I think just to touch on Trevor Lawrence, he's looked more comfortable with the NFL game. He's taken that step forward. Um, from rookie year to sophomore year. Uh, that being said, uh, four fumbles lost. Yeah. Uh, rain game. Rain game, but rain that's game. still pretty brutal. Rain game. Um, but like you said, rain game, so you can't 100% fault him, but, you know, that's just a, a, I mean, a tough look. I you mean, can you can tell what he learned from Urban Meyer is really starting to, to hit home, that he's – what are you laughing for? Because he didn't learn anything from Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer – Learn nothing. You're right. Learned he nothing. didn't learn anything from Urban Meyer. Any shade that he we can throw. what not to do. Any shade that we can throw on Urban Meyer in this podcast, we do that. Um, so, yeah. Like I said, Jacksonville, I, I still like what they're doing. I'm You're playing against arguably the number one team in the league. Yeah. Like, and you're up 14 nothing in the yeah. game. So, you were, you were, you know. In a hostile environment. Hostile yeah. environment. Jacksonville. They'll, they'll learn. They'll rebound. I, I believe they were without a couple of their wide receiver targets as well. I don't believe Zay, Zay Jones played. Out. He yep. was out. Um, so they have some they have some interesting weapons well, there at Jacksonville. Darius, Darius Slate is a top five corner in the league right now. And he oh, 100%. Kirk, uh, Kirk had you saw what he did against uh, Minnesota. Darius, Minnesota. Darius Slate. They call him Big Play Slate for a reason. He, he shut down Justin Jefferson after he torched Green Bay. So yeah. it was impressive. 
Yeah, um, so moving on here, we have the Jets and the Steelers. The Jets come away with a 24-20 victory. First, I have to say, love the Jets uniforms with the green. I'm glad that they went to the throwback last year. It looks sweet. Uh, the Jets, if this is Zach Wilson's first game back, first couple quarters, you're kind of feeling like, ugh, this, this looks like Zach Wilson from last year, but leads him to a fourth-quarter comeback. Uh, I believe in the last the last drive, he was like 5-5 five five for 75 yards and a touchdown. The drive before that, he was like 7-9 in a touchdown, so... Got to feel a little bit happy about how Zach Wilson performed. Brees Hall got in the end zone late. Uh, he's really starting to kind of take over the load there in the in the in the backfield. He outrushed Michael Carter 17 to nine, and then he's also a receiving threat. Corey Davis had another nice game, five for 74, one touchdown. Um, on the Pittsburgh side, Mitch Trebensky is back. Uh, Kenny Pickett came back out, added a little spark, had three picks, two of them which were tipped, but uh, the Kenny Pickett era has officially started in Pittsburgh. We talked about it last week on the show. I think, think it's needed to happen. Um, whether he does well, whether he doesn't do well, there's going to be some excitement with Kenny Pickett. Uh, what was he, the 16th overall pick, something like that? Somewhere in there, range, um, yeah. So he's from Pittsburgh in college, went here in the NFL. There's going to be some excitement there. Uh, Najee had an okay game, but I, I would expect for Deontay Johnson to get a little bit more looks with Kenny in there. But George Pickens, Pickens had a really I nice think game. Six good. for 102. Pat Pryermuth, seven for 85. Thoughts on this game, boys? Um, just solid bits and pieces. Um, just highlights some little things. But uh, all, all three of Kenny Pickett's interceptions can't be faulted on Kenny Pickett. Uh, the first, the first two are drops. The first two are drops. The one, the one to Claypool, it hits him in the hands, and it goes straight into the air and gets picked. It was a terrible decision to throw that ball. Probably. That's what I'm saying. But I like think, it was tipped, but it was a terrible. Like don't throw that ball. Don't throw it. It was, it was definitely catchable. I, I think it. Looking at it, I think okay. it was a catchable. <laughs> okay. A catchable ball, but catchable. still shouldn't have thrown it. Probably not. But so. At that point, like like they said, it's one of those I I don't fault him for it. The second one was it was a little high, I, but when you're throwing it to your tight end, you expect him to be able to come down with it. But again, went through his hands, and then the third one's hail mary at the end of the game. You're so just, you're just gonna learn that you can't, you, you know yeah. that. Those they always say the windows in in the NFL yeah, are so much, so much smaller, smaller. Yep. and. If you're against zone coverage, there's guys lurking everywhere yeah. that are that, and they're yeah. looking for you know tip drills. They're, that that's that's what they're that's what they're doing there. So I I, I get it. I have no problem with it. I, I was more impressed with how Zach Wilson played in, in the second yeah. half. Um, I really think he started gaining some confidence. Really started. Uh, spinning it. Hey, he um, caught a touchdown too. They ran the Philly also, special. Also caught a touchdown. Dying from not Braxton Berrios. Not as Philly special. That is what we like to call the NYJ special. It's not a Philly no, special. Philly special, sorry. Um, but yeah, he looked he looked better. Um, I think, you know, I think if he really starts to work with, um, with Garrett... Uh, Wilson and Corey Davis, they they have some targets there. Well, Elijah, somewhat. Elijah Moore is another guy that Wilson Elijah liked Moore. last year, but Corey Davis is sneakily having a really nice year in New York. He's I having mean, he's, he's a guy who had a lot of talent coming out of the draft, who struggled to stay healthy in Tennessee, but having a nice year in New York. Even struggled to stay healthy last year. You know, you saw yep. what he could do across from AJ Brown in Tennessee. Um, 
So now that Corey Davis so far has been healthy and stayed healthy, you finally can see what he can do. Um, last thing I'll say on this game, just don't invite Zach Wilson into the book club. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, you, you, you can invite him to book club if you, if you want your mom to be hit on, I exactly. guess I could say. I like what the Jets are doing. I think that they're getting better, and I think for the first time in a long time, there should be some hope there. I think Sal is a good coach. Their defense is going to get better. Uh, I think Sauce Gardner still hurt there, but I do like what the Jets are doing. I think that yeah. the first time in a long time, they actually have a little bit of hope, especially if Wilson keeps playing. He can build off of that second half. I lied. Last thing I will say is Sauce Gardner was, is not hurt. He did play this last week, but uh, he has looked the part of He's a shutdown, a shutdown corner. corner. I mean, he has yet to have a big game, and I saw a stat today, Derek Stingley Jr., who was the first cornerback taken, is second in most receiving yards allowed by a rookie corner and fourth in all of football. Where's he at? Uh, Houston Texans. Okay. So, part of their problem is they took the wrong defensive back. Yeah. Just saying. Well. All right, moving on here, we got the Cardinals and the Panthers. The Cardinals defeated the Panthers 26-16. Uh, they, this wasn't a really exciting game. I mean, this is kind of what you expect, I think, right now from the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and then, you know, the Panthers are the Panthers. Uh, Baker has not played well the last couple weeks. One, one bright note for the Cardinals is something you can look for in daily fantasy. Marquise Brown with another really nice game, 6 for 88 and a touchdown. And then Zach Ertz as well, maybe a buy, you know, decent target, target at tight end, 6 of 47 and a touchdown. The Cardinals, they're 2-2. Two and two. I think what was Hopkins was suspended five games, so this might be the six. Was, be. six. Okay, six. so they got two more games without D Hop. Uh, that's definitely going to help them for sure. But the Cardinals are just kind of weathering the storm, staying in the middle right now. And that NFC West is kind of interesting because the Seahawks, I think, are better than what we thought they would with Geno. Um, and then the 49ers have Garoppolo. So. And I think the 49ers is they just you know we're going to talk about the game. They just put it to the to the Rams. You got to say that the. 49ers are the, the team to beat in that in that division right now. Any other thoughts on this game? I mean, not a super exciting game or anything I, like that. I think the uh, the axe alert needs to come out. For Matt Rule? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I actually wasn't even thinking Matt Rule. All right, but so I, let's freeze once. <laughs> We're putting axe alert down. I think, axe alert, commence. I think you can actually, I mean, you can put it on rule, but I'm thinking it's it's going towards um, Arizona, going towards, um, gosh, why am I Kingsbury. Kingsbury, After yeah. After they just paid him all the money. I think the axe needs to needs to start. He's been given everything that, that he needs. He got the, he handpicked the quarterback that he wanted, and he has produced nothing. And I think... The, the fact that they play such poor defense there, like he only cares about offense. I, I don't I don't like it at all. Um, Arizona, like you said, you, you beat up on Carolina, which is run by Baker. So, you know, congratulations for that win. But I don't think either coach goes very far. But both coaches are fired at the end of the year. Okay. Uh, I, I agree with the Matt Rule one. I think Kingsbury would get all that money in the extension. That, that might be something that... I think it would, you know, I don't think it would surprise people, but it would be an interesting firing considering they've invested this much into him. But uh, we will see. Michael put an axe alert down on Cliff Kingsbury, and Matt Rule probably had an axe alert at the start of the year. <laughs> uh, 
Moving on, next game here, it was another one of our picks. The Green Bay Packers defeated the New England Patriots 27-24 in overtime to improve to 3-1 on the year. Uh, Brian Hoyer started this game for the Patriots, got knocked out very early. Rookie Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky, a hilltopper, uh, came out and played. Um, Aaron Jones looked good in this game. A.J. Dillon looked good as well. But, you know, we've talked about in the past, the better, the more touches that Aaron Jones gets, the better that the Packers usually play. Uh, Alan Lazard, 6 for 116. Really nice game. Robert Tynan had a nice touchdown catch. And then Romeo Dobbs was also targeted later after a fumble. Uh, but Michael said it which all year. You, which you told me he wasn't going to be it targeted. Was, it was more of a joke. Well, but, hey, you know what? You can't read sarcasm I didn't. I didn't say it on the pod, so it doesn't really matter. I didn't see sarcasm but, in the group uh, chat. Cody um, was there for the group Michael chat. Michael said it all year. Rashawn, and Christian Watson had Michael a... Michael has said it all year. Rashawn Gary is a monster. Yes. He has five sacks in four games. He's playing very well. I'd say defensive player of the year. He will be in consideration for it this year. Currently, I believe it's, I don't remember what, Casino Sportsbook in Vegas had him second in odds behind Michael Parsons. Yeah, I can see it. All right, so give me your take on the Packers here, boys. Two touchdowns from your two rookie wide receivers. I understand Christian Watson was in a was on the jet sweep, but hey, we've been asking for Wisconsin to do the jet sweep. I, I like, like I like Green Bay. You know, you don't have to give it to him every time. You only have to give it to him two times a game. Not even that. It's the threat of it. They also tried to use him out of the backfield in the jet sweep. I liked that. Um, shit, if the guy can't catch it from uh, from thirty yards, try and get it from two yards. Like I, I'm okay with that. Um, I was a little, a little concerned with the run defense. It, it is, it is scaring me. Uh, this game against the Giants is going to be huge to to figure that. I just, I don't know. Uh, Kenny Clark is getting pushed around. Um, he's your guy that's supposed to be the the one. Uh, you got the new draft pick, uh, Reed. Really not doing anything. Uh, Reed, right? Reed the uh, Reed's the free agent for Oh no, who's the Seattle. draft pick? Uh Devontae Wyatt. Wyatt. Really haven't it's just really not doing anything. I just I'm I'm scared about the run defense. You know, I, I feel like we can figure it out with corners in the passing game. The pass rush is there. I just I'm not understanding what's going on. Obviously Aaron Rodgers had a had a terrible interception, so that was a free seven points. That normally you're not going to give up. I saw a stat that was his second pick six in Green Bay in 3,500 and some attempts. So you think about it, that's 100 games right there. Just want to put in right here, I'm looking up odds right now for defense player of the year. Rashawn Gary is currently uh, third at 9,000. Michael Parson leads at plus 250. Miles Garrett at plus 1,000. Then Rashawn Gary at plus uh, 9,000. So he's up there. I mean, he, he, he yeah. really, he's. And I up. think he'll be getting votes. Um, but I, I think it was just kind of one of those weird games. Um, I still think Bill Belichick is a good defensive coach. Um, so he, you know, he made Green Bay struggle. Two turnovers, which I think Green Bay really prides themselves in, 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 uh, limiting those turnovers. I feel like it was just, uh, um, a game that they don't, everything went against Green Bay. I, I think you could say, um, Stupid penalty by Kennedy Ken, Kenny Clark um, that kept the drive alive. Uh, a touchdown on a 
terrible delay a game that wasn't called. Like there were just a lot of things going against Green Bay. So for them to win that game in overtime, uh, where you got the ball, couldn't do anything, got a stop, and then did what you needed to do to kick the field goal. Um, good teams win that game. So I, you know, I I'm still worried about the run defense, but a wins a win in the NFL. Yeah, run defense is obviously the the big thing. You know, Kenny Clark, like Michael, like you said, he's getting pushed around. Also, seeing him line up out wide a little more as more of a defensive end than defensive tackle. So I've seen a lot more, especially when he is out wide as as more of a defensive end. Teams are putting tight end his way. So you're getting basically a double team from the left tackle, left guard, and then a chip from a tight end. So where you're used to seeing Kenny Clark push guys around, he's getting triple teamed. Um, And so far he's losing that battle. I think they get it figured out. Um, Biggest takeaway, I think, once you go from preparing for Brian Hoyer to unknown rookie, um, everything went out the window as far as defensive yeah. game plan. I what I didn't like. It's still a unknown, unknown rookie, rookie. That's um, a, a, you know what fourth round, third, fourth round pick. I think he was a third rounder. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, he, he was, was fourth, he was a fourth rounder. Fourth rounder pick. Um, I mean, dude, two for six thousand yards in Western yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, he he has the arm talent. He he is a very good quarterback. I think he definitely has a future in the NFL mostly probably as a backup, but spot work wouldn't be the worst thing to have him. But I think we've been saying it now for for the better part of a year, year and a half, is those defensive backs for the Packers step up when they need to, but they, they give up big plays. And once again, Jair's out two weeks in a row. Does he come back for this London game? I mean... Razul Douglas steps up with Jair out, and he plays, he plays big on the outside. I would have liked to see a little more, you know, four-man, five-man fronts against the run, especially when they threw that once, I believe, Johnny Smith got hurt in this game. Uh, so he was replaced with an extra offensive lineman as a tight end. So you're going up against a basically six extra, man. six-man front. It's a little easier to run against that, but... Make adjustments. Make adjustments. And you, you did it when, when they needed to, they did. I think Green but, Bay wants to just run a lot of nickel yep. and and just let it. Let it. Let, they're, they're running a very similar defense to what the Chargers do. The, the Chargers will let you run all over them. And then tough and then inside in the 20s. The, in, yeah. Inside the 20s, they, they're going to stop the run. Offensively, um, I think you could say Rodgers was responsible for both turnovers. I mean, obviously the terrible pick. Yeah. And then... Um, it was a bad throw. It was a to, bad throw. He admitted as much to Dobbs, yeah. where Dobbs kind of had to stop, adjusts, yeah. and then gets hit from behind. So right. um, overall, the rookies, I think, are looking every bit the part that you hope they would. Um, the manufacturer touches for Watson. You, you're using his athleticism as an advantage, um, whether it's a little pop pass or you just give him the handoff if you think about it it's the same way as as getting jones the ball as a receiver it's get the ball to your playmakers and let them go yeah i like it yeah so i think uh not many people probably got this pick right no no everybody got this pick right everybody got this pick wrong was a pack was a packers packers favored by 11 yeah and then when you told me you got a third string quarterback that thing could have went to 15 
And like I said, you give up a touchdown on a pick six. Uh, the pick six in the, the delay of game, I wasn't a fan of it when it happened. And then they show the camera angle. I don't know what Green Bay's camera is or their, their play, clock. play clock. But as soon as it... It goes it, straight to it, 40. It goes straight to 40. So as the field judge looks, or the he looks, he sees it. And then he looks up. But the field judge cannot be like, oh, I saw it at 6. Next thing you know, it's at 2. Next thing you know, it's at 40. You can't tell me he didn't process. Process why it went from... That's kindergarten math right there. But they they did show it on the sidelines, kind of what happened. And he's like, well, next thing I know, I see double zero, and then I see 40. So I thought when I looked at the center, I thought... Well, you... You better damn well guess that that uh, Lafleur will have that shit fixed next Correct. next time. Correct. Like they won't they won't reset it to forty that no. quick. Because I, I think that's part of it, but sure, it is what it is. A win's a win. I hundred percent. Um, that throw to Dobbs in the end zone, the back shoulder throw. Tell me that didn't look like Devontae Adams. Oh, yeah. Like that that's. And and if you can get that, I'm not saying it's he's Devontae. Adams, oh God! But if you can get on page with with Dobbs like that, and this you know we were all Watson, 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 and shit. If you're gonna give me Dobbs, I just need one of those one, guys yeah. to be to be a stud. Because Lazard is giving you what you need. Cobb's giving you stuff on third down. They got Tanyan involved a little bit more. Obviously, we want to do more with the running backs, but you need another wide receiver. You got Sammy Watkins who's hurt right now. But what Dobbs was giving you was huge, and Dobbs is Dobbs is going to be going up on that DK. Sammy Watkins gave you his two weeks, and well, he'll ride his paycheck through the rest well, of the season. You know, injuries. Yeah, he just can't stay healthy. All right, moving on here. Uh, next game, we have the Raiders and the Broncos. The Raiders pick up their first win on the year uh, at home. They are now one and three. The Broncos fall at two and two. Russell Wilson, seventeen and twenty-five, two thirty-seven and two touchdowns. Not a bad stat line. Uh, Jerry Judy, four fifty-three and a touchdown. Sutton, Cortland Sutton, five fifty-two and a touchdown as well. Uh, I think the big storyline for the Broncos here: they lose Javante Williams to a torn ACL, so yeah, expect Melvin Gordon to uh, take a lot of the carries from here on out. Um, Raiders. Josh Jacobs had a hell of a day: twenty-eight for one forty-four and two touchdowns. Derek Carr didn't do much, 188, uh, no touchdowns. But Devontae, 9 for 101. But Josh Jacobs has really looked impressive here. Uh, are the Raiders kind of finding their way, finding out who they are, or are they just playing a bad Broncos team? The only thing in this league is you cannot consistently give it to a guy 25 to 30 times a game and expect that every week. You just you can't. It's, it's, it, they... There's too much wear and tear on these guys for them to do it. I would rather, I would rather you give them. I mean, you think about. It, you also had five receptions. We so got 33 touches. I mean, that that to me, that to me is 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 too much. Like I get it that you need that in that game, but if you're looking for that consistently week after week, it's too much. It's too many touches. You gotta find some other things. Uh, other running, you know, the next leading rusher was Derek Carr, seven for 40. Um, you got to get Zamir White, you know, some stuff if to take some stuff away from some carries away from Jacobs. Um, you just, I, I don't think you can consistently give a guy the ball thirty times a game 
and if you do, you're going to turn into Derrick Henry, and you're going to turn into uh, Jonathan Taylor, who are both having down years because they had they, they, they you're just used too much. You know, I think Jacobs normally doesn't get that kind of usage. I just think this is one of those game script things. It's kind of the way it went. Um, obviously, from that side of the the, the Raiders side of things, um, looking at fantasy wise, Jacobs, uh, I think you almost put him in must start territory. Um, at the scare, at, running back for fantasy has been so brutal this year. Yeah. I think Jacobs is a must start. Devonte Adams, he's he's always in your starting lineup, and then from there, I don't trust Derek Carr enough to have to play him. Um, he he hasn't looked good. I what mean, I don't get about Derek Carr is I've been on Derek Carr's train for probably the last five years, and he's produced numbers in fantasy. Mm-hmm. He's produced numbers. Now you give him a college teammate who's the arguably the best wide receiver in the league, one of, top five receiver in the league. And and now he's giving you that. Like granted, Adam still had a hundred yards receiving, but that means that he threw eighty seven yards to other players. Like that it just Something's going on with Derek they, Carr right now. They, they have really struggled to get multiple of their weapons the ball in the same games. Like it, it, I mean, Waller had three for 24 this game. It's like either Adams gets it all or even Matt Collins I mean, gets Renf- it all. I mean, Renfro is out. But, but that's that's even worse in this argument because it's like they're not getting – it's just like if they give it – if Adams has a big game, nobody else is receiving in the game. It, right. It's just, like, it's just if, stuck if everybody so got, if every got If everybody got five to six balls – Instead of, you're going to get 12 this game, you're going to get two the next game. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You know, I think I think Devonta Adams, even though he's no longer a Packer, uh, he, he, I believe the saying was he's top two and he's not two when it comes to wide receivers. I, think, I still think Devonta is the best wide receiver in football. Um, it's taking some time, more time than I think anyone expected for him and Derek Carr to get on the same page. Especially when you're talking about a guy that has already thrown the ball to you for for years. Yeah, um, they work out. To, they, you know, they work out together every off season. It's shocking that Devontae is not putting up bigger numbers. Right. Um, there are times in games that you're watching, and it's like, why aren't you throwing him the ball? He's only single covered. Right. The, the, it just right. Uh, it makes He's no the best sense. route runner in the league. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the football, I mean, Denver, as a Javante Williams fantasy owner, I wanted to cry when I saw that. Yeah, that's, uh, tough. that's tough. Um, Melvin Gordon, so far through four games and a preseason game, has fumbled in every single game. So I, I think Mike Boone in a deeper league might be someone you take a look at. And even Latavius Murray, who the Broncos already signed off of the uh, Saints practice squad, uh, he may be someone who comes in, takes some carries, I don't he signed off the Saints practice squad, yes, he but, was. but he played for the Saints he, last he week. Did play yeah, he, he, he got elevated, elevated gotcha. and got put back down to the gotcha. practice squad. Gotcha. I, Melvin Gordon, he's a he's a Wisconsin guy, love him, but if he keeps putting the ball on the turf, he's and gonna he, find himself on the bench. So. I mean, did he he fumbled at least once or twice in the in the game against Nebraska where he had over four hundred yards yeah. rushing. And and in this game he had a fumble again. Um, so it's going to be one of those, see what happens. Uh, Russ looked okay, but he's he's not what I think Denver thought they were getting. Yeah, um, I agree. It is what it is. You, you play Cortland Sutton because he gets 10-plus catches 
maybe 100 yards. But in a PPR, if you get me 10 catches and 80 yards, I'll take those 18 points. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. All right, moving on here to Sunday Night Football. I believe this was our last pick of the week. We had the Kansas City Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Chiefs got out to a very early lead and never really looked back. Uh, they were 14-3 after the first quarter, ended up winning by 10. Uh, Mahomes looked like Mahomes. I think somebody to point out here and somebody that you, you should consider using in DraftKings and probably still isn't a whole very expensive is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, 19 for 92 and a touchdown. Uh, Travis Kelsey got going in this game again, but... Clyde's Edwards Hilaire also had a receiving touchdown, so that's two touchdowns. Only had one catch, but it was a touchdown. So Hilaire has looked really good this year when a lot of people were down on him. Um, on the Buccaneers side, Brady threw for three to five, three touchdown, definitely his best game of the year. Fournette had just negative three yards rushing on three carries, so the Buccaneers were clearly passing this game. I, I saw they they threw six attempts or rushed the ball six times. Yeah, I mean Brady threw and, 52 times. And there is a stat. Like, the the quarterbacks that have thrown, like, the least amount of times in a game since 1970 or something like that. And the top six games, Brady was in it three times, where the team has run less than six times in a game. Or uh, ten times in a game, I believe it was. Yeah, uh, Mike Evans also looked good back in the turn. Eight for one of three and two touchdowns. Godwin had a decent game, but with save for net, fantasy-wise, 757 and a touchdown. Um... I mean, I think all like, this throwing was just catch up. Yeah, it was. But you you feel good about the Buccaneers' defense all year. Then they go up against the best offense in the league, arguably, and then they give up forty one points. Um, I think the Chiefs are just really good. It doesn't really matter who they have in that receiver. They have some playmakers. It's just they're new. But man, Patrick Mahomes just day in day out seems to produce, and they get their offense going. The enemy's got a good thing going there, and Reed Reed trusts both those guys to make the reads and make the plays. And I mean, Kelsey goes out there nine for ninety two and a touchdown. That's a dang good day. Yeah, I mean, Kansas City's offense looks every bit the part of what they have the last few years, minus the explosive plays with Tyreek. I think they're starting to get some of those bits and pieces coming around. Um, as a Clyde Edwards Hilaire owner in several fantasy leagues, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I've tried to uh, try to cash in on his hot start to the season multiple times, and every time I just laugh at the responses because it's, well, you're gonna see some regression. You're gonna see some regression. Well, every week I'm waiting for this regression, and every week Clyde Edwards Hilaire still looks good. Uh, Mahomes is going to get his best players the ball, and right now his best players are Clyde and uh, Travis Kelsey. Um, Brady, like you said, finally looked good. Uh, Mike Evans was a, a big, big relief for him, I think, with the uh, the two touchdowns. Um, you know, so the offense is looking good. Chris Godwin's finally looking somewhat healthy after the ACL and the hamstring. So I think. Uh, Tampa Bay, they'll they'll pick it up. They'll figure it out. You know they're on a little skid here, but obviously lost a loss to Green Bay and now a loss to Kansas City. Tampa Bay will definitely get it figured out. Yeah, and in this game, Kansas City was favored by three points. Uh, I believe most of us all took it. Uh, so looks like we all covered there. So to finish out the week, uh, Rob was four and one. Uh, Michael was also four and one. Uh, I was three and two. Pence was three and two. Lane was three and two. Uh, Cody, you were two and three, so you had a kind of a an under an under five hundred week in the picks department between college football and uh, NFL. But um, yeah, so I think our last game to wrap up here would be Monday Night Football. It was the 49ers and the Rams? Uh, the 49ers went out there, 
They did what the 49ers did, do under Jimmy Garoppolo. They played good defense. Jimmy G definitely looked more prepared having a week under his belt. Um, so the 49ers went there and dominated kind of right away. Yeah. Uh, you know, can, or, sorry. Uh, San Francisco without, uh, without Elijah Mitchell is kind of looking for a uh, consistent running back. And Jeff Wilson Jeff well. Wilson once again played well. Uh, if by some miracle Jeff Wilson is on your waiver wire in fantasy, absolutely. I don't know how he still is. I don't know how he is, yeah, but if he is. I picked him up as soon as Eli went down. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that he isn't, but uh, he had another big week. Uh, DraftKings, he's still relatively cheap, um, so that's that's a guy you got to be looking for. Uh, Debo did Debo things. I mean, he took oh, a, that touchdown was incredible. He took a he took a slant fifty seven yards to the house, and I mean, he made just about everybody miss, including Jalen Ramsey. Um, so on, on that side of the ball, San Francisco, they did what you expect for the most part, except for. Uh, Mr. George Kittle, uh, he has kind of turned into a glorified blocker in the last uh, this last week. He, I don't believe, even had. I know he didn't have a catch. Two for twenty-four, actually. Oh, did he end quiet up two? Yeah. Very quiet day for Kittle. Um, so, you know, looking for him to continue to rebound. I know he just made his season debut last week. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Rams. I mean, Stafford once again didn't look to anyone other than. Cup. Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. Uh, Higby was ten for seventy-three. Yeah, so Cup and Higby, uh, I believe, if well, if Higby went ten for seventy-three, I know uh, Cup had fourteen for one twenty-two. Allen Robinson has really struggled. Two for seven. They just haven't been able to incorporate him, so they got to try to figure that out if they want to have success. Um, but the NFC West, the, is NF- wide open. the NFC West is wide open, and I think I think it's San Fran. Everyone two and two. Everyone. The Seahawks two and two. The Cardinals are. Get you here. I think that puts everyone in the division at two and two. I think. Yes. <laughs> Allen Robinson, you, I, I see it every week on Twitter. There are plays where he's wide open, and it's just not the connection. It's not with the connection. Stafford. You saw some pretty good things in camp, but it's it it's just mind blowing to me. Allen Robinson has never been a separation guy. He's always been a contested catch guy. Throw it anywhere close, and he's going to go go up. Good and get catch it. rate, big he's, catch he's radius. Got a huge catch radius. Yeah. And if he has little to no separation, Stafford doesn't even throw it his way. Uh, I mean, Cooper Cup is probably on pace once again to lead the league in catches. Uh, you know, yards. He's put up a hundred plus yards every week, except for uh, last week. I think he was held in check pretty okay, but still. One of those, I don't know what's going on in L.A., but maybe it's a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover still. Yeah, I'm, I, I trust uh, 49ers with Garoppolo, just that full week of preparation. You saw he looked better, and I think that they're the they, – I mean, it's hard to say the Rams are the favorite team in this division, but I trust the 49ers the most right now. Um, Michael, do you have – we went over totals for the week. Do you have totals on the year where we are with NFL? Uh, yeah, for the year – uh, for NFL, Lane is three and two. He's on the board. Yep. Uh, Rob is currently leading at seven and three. When it nope, sorry, seven and three. Uh, Carter's four and one, so Carter's probably in the lead. He's got to get more picks in though. Yep, yep. We're gonna we're gonna put an um, asterisk there. We're, yeah, we're gonna put an asterisk there. His eighty percent. Uh, Cody's six and eight. Um, Trace is. 
10 and 9. Um, it looks like I'm 18 and 11, but that's just an L in my name, so I'm 8 and 11. <laughs> And then Penn's is 10 and 9. I was going to say, something doesn't point that out there. But, hey, I'm over 50% unhappy. Uh, real quick, we'll make our picks for this week. First game of the week we got is the New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers, which is a home game, but it is at London. Uh, the Packers are minus 8. What do we got, boys? I, um, you know, we talked about I was a little scared uh, defending Saquon. In the running game, I really think Green Bay's got to figure out something in the running game. Um, you know, depending on what Daniel Jones turns out to be, I don't like the fact that Green Bay's never been in London before. Um, eight seems high. Um, so far this year, Green Bay has been favored. Um, they were... Uh, favored by one and a half against Minnesota, didn't cover. They did cover um, against the Buccaneers, and they also covered against the Bears, um, and then obviously didn't last week against New England. Eight seems too big. I still think Green Bay wins it, but eight seems too big. I'll take the Giants. Okay, I'm going to take the Packers uh, minus eight. I think they win by ten. I think this Giants team uh, is going to be really one-dimensional. I know the Packers' run defense struggles, but stack the box, make them throw it. Like we said, they don't have a lot of receivers. I just don't see us. We haven't. We didn't. We haven't stacked the box against anybody well, yet. We didn't stack the no box chance. against against Fields when you knew that Fields was going to run the damn ball. Well, Chicago was going to run the ball. You didn't stack the box I'm against a third-string quarterback. I, I I get I it. See, but I get the zappy thing because. You're not going to make an adjustment, a crazy adjustment like that in the middle of the game. Well, just... How crazy is it? Just put eight guys in the box. That's not a crazy adjustment. That's just Bring your safety down. That they, that they I like just... Not the game plan. I get it. Cody? Uh, yeah. Um, minus eight. I don't like it. Um, the Packers haven't been able to stop the run. Saquon is looking like the Saquon of old. Um, he looks completely healthy. Whether it's Hobble, Daniel Jones, Davis Webb, Jake Fromm, I don't care who's turning around and handing the ball off to Saquon. Saquon, I think, will eat in London. Um, that fish and that, chips? Fish and chips, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, I, I think he's going to have a huge game. Uh, that being said, I do think the Packers find a way to win this game. Um, but I'm still taking Giants. I don't think it's a 10-point game. I think Packers win by a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, again, I think Packers win, yeah. just not covering the eight. Yeah. Okay. Uh Next game here, we got Detroit traveling to New England. I'm uh, not understanding this line, but New England is favored by three. It's a noon kickoff. I'm going to go ahead and take the Lions, the highest scoring offense. They are going to get over 30 points as well. Give me the Lions and the points. Uh, they just figure out ways to score, and I think that's going to be, uh, you know, if New England wins, I don't think it's going to be my match, so I'm going to take the Lions plus three. I think this line has everything to do with Bill Belichick being the head coach of the New England Patriots. And what uh, he just did to Green Bay. What he just did to Green Bay. You, you forced overtime, a Mason Crosby field goal. Um, that being said, I do have the Lions winning this game. Um, and I had, so I, I have them. T take, give me the three points, and I have them winning the game. Um, I like what they're doing on offense, even without their top weapons. Um, give me a Jared Goff-Bailey Zappi matchup. I, I want, I'd love to see it. Uh, Detroit Lions can't stop the run. 
Detroit Lions can't stop the pass. The Patriots are going to struggle with stopping the Lions, but I think they can get more stops than the Lions can get. Um, so I will take the Patriots and give the three points. All right, next game we got here, we got the Philadelphia Eagles favored by five points, traveling to a temperature-controlled uh, field in Arizona, 325 kickoff. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Eagles. I think Hurts finding a way to win last week, even with all the rain and the bad weather. I think him being in a comfortable environment now, I think he's going to go back to the Jalen Hurts we've seen most of the year. Uh, Michael put Arizona's coach on Axe Watch, so Axe Alert. So I'm going to take the Eagles. I think that A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, that's just a lot more weapons than Marquise Brown. So you're telling me this game can't have rain? Game can't have rain. Cannot All right. have rain. Michael was there last year. He cannot have around. rain. I, I know. Uh, give me the Eagles. Uh, minus five against the Car- a Cardinals team that just has no identity on offense right now. Yeah. Um, I think Darius Slay is going to do Darius Slay things and hold Marquise Brown to a respectable game, but not anything like he's been putting up. So give me the Eagles. You could double this spread, and I would still take the Eagles. I would take it at 10. Um, For me, it's just they don't play any defense in Arizona. It it just... Kingsbury doesn't know how to he, he knows how to read a defense he knows how to attack a defense but he doesn't know how to uh, coach defense I don't like it at all I'm taking the Eagles uh, minus five lock of the week moving on here we got the Cowboys traveling to LA uh, Rams favored by minus four and a half points this is a 325 kickoff I believe it's Fox game of the week uh, I am going to go ahead and I'm gonna take the Cowboys I think Cooper Rush got a good thing going on there uh, I think um, CeeDee Lamb has a good game even against Jalen Ramsey Jalen Ramsey struggled a little bit more this year than we've seen in the past uh, they, Michael Gallup being back, I think, is big for them. Dalton Schultz, I like Tony Pollard out of the backfield. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys plus four and a half. The Rams have struggled, um, you know, to their standards. I think just feeding Cooper Cup just gets old. And eventually it's just like, all right, let Cooper do his thing. But as long as we shut down everybody else, which hasn't been that hard this year, I think the Rams win, but I'm taking the Cowboys plus four and a half. I am also taking the Cowboys plus four and a half. Uh, the Rams just do not look like a good team on either side of the ball right now. That being said, Cowboys can't consistently run the ball, um, where I think that could hurt them in this game. Um, but I think Cooper Rush does enough to lead them to a win. 5-0 and Cooper Rush. 5-0 and Cooper Rush. Five and That's what I'm saying. I think CeeDee Lamb uh, has a huge game against Jalen Ramsey. I just... Jalen Ramsey's one of those guys, he talks a big game, and I think his, his talk is finally catching up to him where he's getting burned by guys that he shouldn't be getting burned by. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He's not. Um, and with Gallup coming back, uh, Noah Brown has looked really good. He's had, good he's connection had some chemistry with, with, uh, with Cooper Rush. Uh, Dalton Schultz is getting healthier, so he should be another weapon. Um, yeah, I just I like Dallas, what they're doing. Defensively, they're, they're solid. Um, yeah, give me give me the Cowboys. So I don't 
I don't really understand this line. Um, the way the Rams just played, Cooper Rush is playing better, Dallas is figuring it out. It doesn't make sense to me. Vegas knows more than I do. So for that, I'm going to take the Rams. And I'm going to take them to cover. Um, I'm going to take it's like a 27-21 uh, game, maybe a, you know so, somewhere in that six to um, eight point range. So I don't know why I I Cowboys like I said they, they start winning, they start getting some momentum. This is the time when they you know shit the bed. So I see it happening here. Um, Rams are going to be pissed about how they just played. You know um, you know their coach is going to have them ready. Um, and be set for it. So I, I like I like the Rams in this game. All right, last game of the week here. Sunday night football, 7.20 p.m. We got the Bengals traveling to Baltimore, who's favored by three. We talked earlier, the Bengals have been playing better. Uh, the Ravens coming off a tough loss uh, against the Bills. I am going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Ravens. I think the Ravens at home, I think Lamar's going to have a good game running around doing what he does. Uh, I think Mark Andrews is going to bounce back from a week where he didn't do as much. I think uh, Rashad Bateman's going to catch a deep touchdown in this game. I think they're going to pick on Eli Apple a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens minus three. I think they win by five to seven points. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals in this one. Uh, the way that the Bengals have been playing lately, uh, they've looked a lot better. Uh, Ravens have blown multiple 20-point leads this season, which is just not something uh, a team of that caliber should be doing. Um, their defense is very good. Their last one wasn't 20. It was only 17. Oh, sorry, it was 17. They gave up 20 in a row. They did. But it, it was, wasn't a 20-point lead. I apologize. <laughs> they, they, were up, they were up 20-3, to three, blew that. They yeah. blew a 20-point fourth quarterly to the uh, that, Dolphins. That was verified. That, that, was, that, that one was verified. Yeah. That one... Um, so, clearly, the Ravens can get out to a big lead. They just can't keep it. Uh, that's why I like the Bengals in this one. I think I, I agree what you're saying, but I think Harbaugh is a good enough coach where he's going to figure it out. Um, you know, we talked about his gamble uh, last week, uh, which we think was the right play. He just didn't expect his quarterback to throw a, throw a touchdown, or maybe it just wasn't a good play call. Or, yeah, where he didn't throw the touchdown, he threw the interception. So, um, but I, I, I still I still think their defense um, will give Burrow some troubles. Now, if Burrow figures out something with Chase, I, I would go Bengals. But until I see it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, pick them yet. Um, even though I just said I was buying on them being an 0-2 team. Tough game Sunday night. Ravens don't lose on Sunday nights. I don't, I don't see it happening. I'm taking the Ravens. All right, so that'll wrap up uh, our picks for this week. This will wrap up our NFL episode for uh, week five. Again, you can send us our, you can send us your picks. You can Snapchat us, text us, whatever you want. You can tweet at us at Two Bros Talking Sport. You can send us an email, Two Bros Talking Sport at gmail.com. Uh, but give us a subscribe, give us a follow, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Uh, we will be back next week doing what we do, talking sports. Uh, see you later.